just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Welcome to another Truth Seekers podcast. Today we have Sophie Coulthard joins us. Hey Sophie, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Well, Sophie is the co-founder of Axio Grow, a platform that helps companies to identify and nurture and grow human potential throughout the entire career journey, which is an awesome thing to do. People need plenty of support on that. And I'd like to start, if it's okay, uh, Sophie and Coach Josh, just so if you would, t- if you wouldn't mind t- telling everyone how we connected, we connected on LinkedIn, but how, how we connected, yes. uh, that'd be, I think it'd be a great place to start. Yeah. So um, we use the same assessment in our businesses. Um, so I'm sure your listeners um, are familiar with MindScan. I'm, I'm sure you've talked about it before mm-hmm. on here. Um, but the assessment obviously comes in different shapes and and forms um and generally people that that use the assessment are part of or or some join the hartman institute which is the institute that kind of looks after formal axiology the science behind the mind scan and and other versions of the assessment um and i'm on the board and we had an inquiry come in somebody was asking about mind scan and um i did some googling and obviously reached out to you off the off the back of that um and i was fascinated you know you do your research and you think that you know all the different versions of this tool but there are other versions out there sometimes that you haven't come across um so yeah it was great to connect with you that way and obviously have something in common um and both be brits as well <laughs> that's right we we should probably get more more brits on the podcast we don't have met that many maybe <laughs> maybe at the start maybe like 100 episodes ago but when thank god not so many these days but what was really intriguing for me uh is to think about it from the perspective that there are so many out there and so many ways of adding value through uh, through formal axiology and where, where it comes from. And I know that it's a big passion of yours and you're adding values through that. So perhaps share like what you are doing a bit more with, with Axio Grow right now and um, expand a little bit about that, you know, the, the first part of your bio there. Yeah, and sure. the yeah, so so my journey to um, to the assessment was actually through my dad. Um, so he's a performance coach by background. I actually wouldn't describe myself as a coach. I've never done any kind of formal coaching training, um, but he was, and he he'd been introduced to a version of the assessment, um, and and asked me to take it. And I was probably in my early twenties at the time, and I was just amazed at the depth of information that you could get from it, um, and certainly his with his background in coaching he was fascinated by discovering a tool that wasn't based on personality type um you know that wasn't talking about extrovert introvert and it was talking about this value-based behavior and how your values can kind of shift and change and your behavior can change over time um and so yeah so so that's kind of how i got into the assessment but it was actually quite a few years later that i started to question a little bit more not question in a kind of disagreeing way, but 
think more about what is the science behind this and actually if I learn more about this science can I use that within my work to to enrich my work um and actually what there there is a lot more to it than just the assessment um how can how can this philosophy be applied to work to life um to the way we go about our, our day to day and that's what really grabbed me um so i decided to join the board to learn more um and kind of pick the brains from all the very intelligent people um and and then also help help members get more from from the tool and from the science as well that's awesome. And that's what really struck with me through our conversation, even though we had lots of things that were, that were cool that came up, was that deep dive into it, right? Because MindScan for me, and I get your thoughts on this, Coach Josh, it's always been a very powerful tool. Uh, I've done five reviews on it this week already, and uh, just every single time, it's just like a, I've got so much evidence now that people say, that's fantastic. Yep, that, that, how did it figure that? How did it know? Like, and all that type of thing where it's just super, super valuable. But for me, uh, that even though that's the case and valuing it a lot, I've never really thought about it any level deeper. I think there's some other coaches that we work with, Josh, that you would you would agree to kind of deep dive, and you're probably more deep than I am. But that's what really struck me, Sophie, was like, yeah, there's there's some there's some actually there's some even deeper levels of value that I should be thinking about this of, and the amount of impact it can possibly have as well. But coach, give us your thoughts on that. Like, where do you sit on that on that continuum, as it were? Yeah, I think. Mind scan and formal axiology, just the science of uh, understanding values and how they work and how it influences our thoughts and thus our actions and thus our results is like an edge that successful people seek. I think we can go through life and be successful uh, with the perspectives that we have. And this offers a, a new way to like put on different glasses and a different lens to understand uh, basically to step outside of ourselves and see ourselves for how we actually go about making decisions or think about things. And then I think the real kicker clincher is that, you know, it's not permanent. It's something that I can work on. It's something that, uh, as I understand more of how it works, I can, uh, almost like mold it to not only understand myself better, but also use it to, to get the results that I want maybe more efficiently or, or uh, more directly in a, in a very intentional way. And it's yeah. almost like, you know, you know, ignorance is something that, you know, had I never discovered it, I don't know, you know, it, I, I wouldn't have had the accelerated success that I'm enjoying now. And when you experience that, you just want to share it with other people. So I think that's so cool that, you know, we've all made that decision with experiencing this tool and now we want to share it with others so that we can help them be successful as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's, I think there's always, you can actually learn from other people as well. So I actually watched Nick give um, a debrief that I found on YouTube, because that's, mm. that's the way I am. I went down the rabbit hole when I when I discovered MindScan. Um, and I learned something from the way that you you debriefed your client that, you know, a slightly different use of certain language that has now helped me. I hope you don't mind, Nick, I pinched your, um, your how you describe the three lenses as, as kind of primary colours. Um, which I really like. And I think from even though people might use slightly different versions um, and they might use slightly different language, everybody can learn from each other. And I think when you can get to that kind of collaborative um, stage, um, then, you know, it, it does really help. Yeah, for sure. And thank you for that. And I, I, I probably just took that off someone else anyway. So, <laughs> but you can, you can definitely take that. But and it's it's always of adding value to others. 
let's go to the other side of it if we may, Sophie, right? So we get it, right? Because we've seen it, experienced it. In order to really understand something, you have to go go through experience it. And and sometimes it's like, well, I don't I don't get it, so I don't want to get it, meaning that I'm not willing to go and experience it because it doesn't sound good to me, and so then therefore you never will. And everyone's got their own perspective and that's totally fine as well. But who who is this mind scan or Axio Grow, like anything that's within this tool, like who is it for? Is it for everyone? Is that an easy answer? Is it like how do you how would you frame it in a way that you find it useful for anyone? It is an easy answer. It is an easy answer in the sense that it is for everyone. Everybody yeah. could take this assessment and they could learn something about themselves. And it might be something that they know at a conscious level, or it might be something that's at the un unconscious level. Yeah. Um, I know that my kind of my real draw to this tool was when I started to debrief people and I realized that a lot of the performance stuff is almost like it's almost what you go in with, isn't it? Um, you know, talking about the the what we call the work side. Um, I think I think you use the same language in that sense. Um, but actually, the biggest impact that I found was coming from the stuff on the self side. Um, and I could really, really see how people were who were struggling with their self-esteem or their self-worth or, um, you know, their own kind of sense of self in, in whatever way that was or personal stress or um, the way they looked after themselves. This held a mirror up like nothing else mm. um, for them to realize, actually, if I work on this side of myself, I will get more out of the work side um, and it will actually support me in work, but also in life with my family, with my friends, it will, you know, by building that foundation of, of myself, that's where the difference will come. Um, and I think I had a bit of a realization moment once when I was working with an insurance company um, and it was a sales team. And they said, uh, the sales director was saying to me, okay, everyone in the team had taken the assessment. Let's look at the results. Um, you know, and they all had great results on the work side. Um, you know, the, the sort of things that you would expect to see from a high performing team, but the self sides were all over the place. And I said, you know, this and, and he said, oh, I don't care about any of that self side stuff. I just want to get 10% more out of them at work. And I was like, but this is where you're going to get, get that 10% more from. <laughs> um, you know, and it was, I think it was a bit of an eye opener, you know, of, of that type of culture that you see in a lot of companies where it is, um, you know, very driven, very um, kind of self-sacrifice. But actually, that's not always the way to get to the top. Um, yeah. And, and, and you, can, kind of you like, can kind of talk about this stuff theoretically, right? You can right. go in and companies will go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you can see it in a report on a whole team, um, it kind of has this this power that I think, um, you know, you, you don't get from that many places. That's it. I mean, we, I think I mentioned this to you before, Sophie, but at Provise Coach, the way we work is in this, we call it triple A approach, action, uh, awareness, action plan and achievement. And it's a cycle and all of those those three pieces are very powerful by themselves but they don't work as a complete unit without each one of them right keep going around the awareness and we put mind scan in that awareness piece is to is really awareness which is under the waterline of the real coaching around how do we think why we do the things that we do what gets us to drive our mindset and outcomes sorry mindset that drives action which drives outcomes but it can be and I do this with my hands because it's kind of like I'm trying to grab a hold of something, but it's under the waterline. It's mindset. It's just not. It's not something physical to get hold of. 
So what this does is it allows you, as you say, it's a document. It, cre- it takes the stuff that you can't put your arms around and put it in something you can actually physically see. And that changes the game for a lot of people that aren't in this space. And so your sales manager or your, the sales manager you talked about, it's like just having that different perspective. Say, look, I think of it like this. If you've got, let's say you're at eight out of 10 in your, your job, your work part of your life, and you're like, ah, oh, I want to get 10 out of 10, I can't do it. It's not, that's the wrong point to focus. It's to go over there and see where you're three out of 10 and focus on the three out of 10, which gives you more yeah. space back here. But when people can't see that, that's the challenge. And so our job as coaches or as, or as people knowing that already, just having that awareness is to be able to provide an avenue where it's most easy for people to see that. And that's not just shoving it down their throat because you know people don't like to have things shoved down their throat, but having a way of actually seeing it is super powerful. I'd love to yeah. get your thoughts on where you think it can go. Like, yeah. What, how much so impact that, can it have? That is really where I am now in a place of, okay, and what what next then? Because I think one thing that I talk about um, with my co-founder that, that we created Axio Grow Together is that there is a personal responsibility, right, of the employer, um, employee, the person who is yeah. receiving this feedback and making that action plan and, and kind of going forward. But there's also a responsibility of the employer, so how can you, you can go in and you can deliver this stuff to employees and you can talk to them about, you know, living a more axiological focused life and, and, and all of these different areas. But what if the company is not doing that? Right. Um, and so I think that's something that's really grabbed me and I'm not there yet. I'm still learning and I'm still, you know, I'm still very much a student of this work. Um, but I'm thinking of, okay, so how could I now go in and deliver workshops to leaders within companies so that they can think more axiologically as Mm -hmm. leaders, bit of a mouthful to say, um, (laughs) as leaders, and actually how can policy within companies then be shaped? And, you know, if you just even look at um, uh, Dr. Robert Hartman, who who created the assessment um, in the first place, I don't know if you've talked much about his life or history um but he was a you know he were he was a peer of of maslow and frankel and he was very much in this kind of world of of psychology even though axiology i think is technically a philosophy rather than a, a psychology we don't need to get into all of that as beyond the <laughs> um but he was also um you know he he didn't just debrief people and work as a professor he went into companies and helped companies set up the first profit sharing movement in the US, Um, you know, and then you look at the companies that are doing that, um, you know, obviously, I can speak from a UK perspective, um, companies like uh, John, John Lewis, um, who, who the people in the company own John Lewis, um, you know, and that, that might not have been the case had Hartman not delivered that originally. Um, What would he be into today? Probably B Corp companies mm-hmm. um and and that type of thing and i think if you can start to get companies thinking more about um you know the the hierarchy of of axiology which is about putting the intrinsic over the extrinsic over the systemic um and have companies start to think about how they make decisions um using this axiological formula um i think i think you could really move companies in a better direction um and you know i'm not there yet i don't have a master plan mapped out but um just some thoughts that i have 
Uh, I'd like to build on that thought. The way that I've been trained and the way that I understand the dimensions, you mentioned intrinsic, extrinsic, and, and systemic, is that mathematically the intrinsic is the highest potential of the three dimensions. If you think about why people go into business or why people add value to others, you know, there's a, there's the people component. It's to add value to other people. And somewhere along the way, you know, it seems like we get lost in translation. Maybe the bigger that organizations get or the more pressure there is to produce and, and have results, we lose that intrinsic. We, we get away from uh, the what it's all for. And it's for the people. That's, that's the, the, the potential of people is unknown. We're constantly solving problems you know, for uh, things we've never come up against before. We're working with other people that we've maybe uh, met just briefly and we're adding value to people's lives. And that is my understanding of why Hartman even got into this in the first place, right? He saw some pretty terrible things growing up in, in Nazi Germany and he wanted to understand how, like if, if people could rally around bad thinking and negative thoughts, uh, as he saw like with Hitler's regi regime and what was going on in Germany, could the same be true about positive thinking and, and good, quote unquote, what is good? That was part of his, yes. you know, why formal axiology even existed or why it came into existence is he wanted to be able to understand how do you even define that? What does it look like? So, uh, you know, this I feel like is a return to what feels right, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, it's easy, I think, for a small business when we have that connection intimately with somebody else, we're adding value to their life. And then for whatever reason, when we scale, you know, that, that people portion seems to get lost in translation. We're getting back to that with formal axiology and proving that it can, it can work even on a grand scale as uh, we get away from like the small business and, and grow it out into, into larger and larger businesses. Yeah. And I think it's that, I mean, even if I took just a really small example, um, somebody has a family situation and they request some flexible working or, or something like that. And the company says, I'm sorry, no, that's not our policy. That's a very kind of systemic decision, isn't it? You know, it's a, it's a, our structure is like this. So this isn't, then they're, they're not putting the intrinsic first. They're not putting the needs of that, that person first. Um, and I think there's a, there's a really good book that I read and um, called Reinventing Organizations um, by, I want to say Frederick Leloux. I should have had this to hand because it's, it's such a good reference point because I think when you read it, you're reading about these companies which doesn't use any language that, that we associate with Hartman or, or axiology. But when you read that book, you think these are companies that are moving in that direction. Of, of trying to put people first or trying to bring the voice of the of the people and engage people in a way um, that is that actually is resulting in better results um, you know company growth uh, the things that ultimately businesses want so yeah. um, well it's so interesting because you got then you got to think about the, how they got there in the first place right they started off with the intrinsic they took some took some action to create what they got there. And then they realized they had to scale through the systemic, right? Because otherwise yeah. it wouldn't get any bigger, it wouldn't exist. And then it comes back to the intrinsic again, right? So you, it's make, once they got some scale, it's forcing them back to the intrinsic. I think it's what we're saying here, right? Is to be able to go, okay, now you've, you've scaled to this certain level. In order to get any further, you've got to come back to the intrinsic to let us know that, yeah, we should be thinking about what's the balance and what's the right level to get here because you start it starts to fade away otherwise right and then yeah. uh, there's a there's a limit to that as well i'm sure right what can be scaled yeah it's and it's not 
It's difficult, isn't it? Because then you have the individuals within the organisation that will have their own hierarchy and, and how they see things as well. And so how do you kind of balance all of this? And it's, you know, it's like I said, I don't have the answers. Um, somebody that I know actually that uses this science said that he goes into, when he goes into a meeting with a new company, he starts with a question that says, what makes a good meeting for you? And he said, you can understand how people think um, in an axiological perspective, if they say, oh, well, a good meeting for me is when we get the results we're looking for. And it's, you know, that they're, they're going to be quite extrinsically focused on somebody who says, um, you know, that we strategize and we, uh, we make plans for the future, then that's, that's obviously the systemic and somebody who's like, oh, I just love us all being together. <laughs> that's me being a bit mean on the intrinsic, but you know, um, that, that side of things is, um, is a more intrinsically focused person. And just by understanding that about the people you're working with um can be super helpful yeah you're you're not saying this so i think really interesting when it comes to working in companies and organizations you said i'm being mean on the intrinsic and i think that what happens oftentimes is because if without using language that we might associate and how we work often i've heard that called soft skills people skills soft skills not the technical things, not the important things. It's just the people stuff, fluffy. And like, there's this overall thought that that is not as important because of the way it's language, soft versus hard or soft versus important or soft versus technical. And it's like, that's really dangerous because that's what does get us away from it. It's like, oh, okay, well, here's what's really important. Then we'll, we'll deal with the soft skills. And yeah, that's important as well. That's right. But are you getting the results? And that ties back to that same guy uh, the sales guy is saying, well, I don't care about the self stuff. I just want 10% more, yeah. more growth. And so that that's the key message, right? To really understand high level leadership is, is about thinking about in those three dimensions, wherever we need to go, what lever do I need to pull on today? Where is my leverage point to get to the outcomes, knowing that everyone's going to have to be slightly different, right? I've got to play everywhere. And I've got to ask. Yeah, I've got to be yeah, everywhere and, we... and know where to go. And be, being a leader as well is, is about being able to adapt to the, the, the people right. in front of you and and what is what is going to tick the box for them um you know is this person going to appreciate you asking how they are um and 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 get getting to know them on that level or are they going to be somebody that just wants to know well how can i achieve the next thing or how can i make the next sale or you know whatever it might be um yeah but yeah it's it's for me i'm i'm always thinking of how can you make this accessible because not a lot of people have heard of axiology um and not a lot of people know how to apply it in their life or how to think about it or kind of tap into it on a day-to-day -day basis um and so much of it is kind of embedded in theory and the academic and that's not me at all so i am constantly thinking who's got a good idea of how to explain this or how to to get people thinking about this um and i think that's what's great about having these types of conversations um because you 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 get ideas and you think of new ways to to describe things to people that that they can relate to yeah we you just go on cool podcasts and talk about it that's what you do yes oh you do it oh, okay yeah no we've got that's, that's what it's about and because it's the it's it's science, and me and Coach often talk about right the balance between uh, being structured and being and being free. And here as well, it's around like having the science of success. Like if we do these things, we get this result. But the art of fulfillment, because it's different for everyone, and you've got to, as a leader, you've got to know where you need to lean into in your art. It can't just be defined in through that science. So I think keep sharing it in those ways. 
it can appeal as you say to as many people as possible and it depends it depends like but knowing those those are the areas to go on and go okay in any given situation what's the result i'm looking for but also what's the result of the people that everyone else is looking for are we on the same page and even if we are that's job one but then we want to make sure that like as we're moving towards we stay on that as we're moving towards it so that my biggest takeaway today, Sophie, would really be to share like the depth of what's available here. And I think certainly from my perspective, just really scratching the surface of how I use formal axiology and mind scan to help people and change change people's lives in terms of what they get and what they want. Right. And there's such a big level of region at all. And from a coaching perspective, some of the tools we use all the time would always be asking what people want. What does what does it really mean? And gain noticing having people notice that they're not actually clear about what they want in any given situation. And there's a lot of depth in formal axiology we can use to create a foundation to lean on. So I think that's really important to think about. Coach Coach Josh, and we'll give the, you the last word, Sophie. Coach Josh, what what's your biggest takeaway today? Yeah, just so cool to hear from and connect with a person all the way across the pond that believes in this stuff and has come across it and. Uh, wants to utilize it. And I think that's a testament to what you just mentioned, Sophie. Like, how do we share this? How do we get it out? Well, you know, I think it's it's connections like this and it's word of mouth. And it's, uh, you know, the more impact that we make in people's lives with this tool, what happens? People share that, right? They, they, they're having success with it and they want to share it with more people. So uh, that's my intrinsic answer. I appreciate you and the connection today. And uh, I enjoy these conversations and just talking through this. And you've given me uh, you know, some different perspectives too with some of the things that you mentioned and how you use it and, uh, and what it actually looks like when interacting with companies. So I, I appreciate that and I thank you. What do you mean from all the way across the pond? That's where it was. It came here. <laughs> Maybe I'm across the pond. Oh, all right. It started over there. You're right. I meant Sophie, though. Sophie's across the pond. <laughs> Actually, I really like the fact that I, I, I obviously, um, this, this assessment and, and Hartman and axiology, I don't feel like it is very well known over here in the UK. Mm. Um, I yeah. would say, you know, I can't even say nine times out of 10, I would say 10 out of 10 conversations I have, people have yeah. not generally heard of it. Um, and the, the, I know that the coaching industry is bigger in the US from from my perception anyway. Um, but one thing I really love is that the, the way that I work with obviously a lot of Americans um, the the work with this, this science um, over in the States is how people say things like, I appreciate you, um, you know, and, and they, I find that every single call that I leave, um, somebody says something really intrinsic that kind of captures you at the end of the call, uh, which is mm. something that I feel like we don't do enough of over here. We just say, yeah. great, have a nice evening, see you later. Um, you know, whereas I always feel like somebody reaches out with the kind of intrinsic moment. Um, mm. I'd say, hold on to that. <laughs> yeah, it's not very British, is it? Yeah, but that but that's a, that's the thing. I think that's the big opportunity to leverage those different areas in any given situation. And just be authentically you, but also knowing that, that you can reach people in different ways. But that's really cool, Sophie. Where would you send people? I mean, anyone listening, they can have access to the Mind Scan. I'm sure they could get access to Axio Grow as well. But what anything, any parting words, any people, the way you'd like to send people to go um, and see? I would say if people. Is? If people just want more kind of basic understanding of axiology in, in plain English, I, I post that stuff on my LinkedIn. Um, so just Sophie Coulthard on LinkedIn. Um, I try to share as much as possible, kind of doing my bit to yeah. spread the word and, and help educate people. And and um, so, yeah, that that's probably the best place to find me, to be honest. All right. Awesome stuff. And we'll share all that when, when we get the post out there, get the show out there on the show notes. But thank you so much for coming on, Sophie. 
more stuff, more and more stuff to think about and uh, impact people's lives with. And so keep doing what you do. Great stuff. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.